what's going on? Greetings and good day and welcome to Birds All Day, brought to you by Grandstand. Uh, my name is Drew Fairservice and we are here uh, talking about your Toronto Blue Jays. Uh, joining me, as always, uh, is James Stoughton. Stoughton. Old, old Reliable. Old Reliable. Old Reliable. Are you supposed to pick it up? Is that how it works? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I was, I was marveling at how you slipped in our, our sponsor name there. Nicely done. It's not my first time. Very uh, nice, yeah. Stoughton, how are you? <laughs> you don't at least, you don't have to say Cholula hot sauce this time, at least. I that was good training for me <laughs> back in the day. I'm well. I'm well. You're well. You're well. Yeah. You the Toronto Blue Jays are well in that they're not. Uh, they're facing a team that's well, bad. When you bring in superstars at the trade deadline, like Cliff Pennington or Clint Pennington, whatever his name is, uh, that Pat- wasn't even a deadline deal. It was an August deal. I believe his name is Patrick uh, P- uh, Pennington. Okay, yeah. I believe that's the name that that uh, your boy. It's getting late. Chris Thompson, his second shout-out on this podcast. I saw him call him Patrick Pennington, and I think I might run with that. Okay, that works too. Yeah. Uh, Whatever, as long as he keeps doing what he's doing, that's cool. It's not a bad problem to have when you have uh, a team that's got a lot of depth. Yeah. And I think that's one way you could describe the Toronto Blue Jays. They are a team that is deep uh, in that they have a guy who can play shortstop every day at, at a high level defensively. And he suddenly maybe can sort of hit. Yeah, that's been a that's been a thing. I wrote a bit about this that this week. Yeah, uh, where he was he had a bad last week, and then you know, it's come back to being the guy that we're all kind of intrigued about again. At the very the least, he doesn't look like the bat's going to get knocked out of his hands, and he doesn't get himself out. Yeah, I'll take both of those. Absolutely, that combination. No, it is it's true. It's nice when you're not you don't you're not looking for everybody to be everything. You're just like hey. Darwin Barney, you're garbage at the plate. You could be our third middle infielder while Tulo's out, and that's totally serviceable. You can you know have guys pinch hit for Goins or Bennington in late game situations. Bring in an actual glove, you're fine. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it's nice. You don't have to just search search around for you know the guy who's going to change everything. You already got those guys. Speaking of changing everything, uh, before we go any further, we want to send a shout out to the sponsor of this week's show. It is a grandstand sports highlights from fans in the stands. Uh, it's something you can share your own sports highlights, watch videos straight from the crowd, or browse the greatest plays of all time, all from the fans' perspective. So download Grandstand in the App Store or go to grandstand.me. While we're on the subject, if you're going to go and look at stuff on your phone, you go over to iTunes and you can uh, uh, subscribe to the show. Subscribe to Birds All Day. If you're streaming it on the another place right now, go in and subscribe and rate and review us, of course, because that makes us uh, be famous, as I understand it. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. So famous. Yeah. Uh, unbelievable fame, quite frankly. Uh, yeah. Unfathomable. I'm on some Kardashian shit right now. <laughs> uh, as long as it's just, you know, sad dudes at the baseball game talking to me about stuff. Not, a, not sad this year. Usually, most years. Usually sad. Like, I had a dad. most years. It's like I follow the team very closely, so naturally you're sad. But this year, it's been great. <laughs> I had a dad at the, at the school. My good school it was like, hey, that's cool. There you go. Uh, but it's also cool that there are so many people who have opened their hearts and minds and wallets and uh, helped patronize us at Patreon.com/slash/BirdsAllDay, where a couple of bucks a month you can uh, pledge our way, and it helps us keep the lights on here. Keeps us in uh, Miller Lights. Uh, it's all it's all deadly, and uh, for all of the uh, the generosity 
of all of the the people who listen, who contribute, or otherwise, we are forever, forever thankful. Uh, so thank you to that everyone is, who did that. I couldn't have said it better myself. Well, you, yeah, you probably could have. Yeah. Cholula Hot Sauce, Hot Player of the Week. <laughs> Uh, so we're going to talk about your Toronto Blue Jays a little bit. We'll talk about the depth, which is a nice thing. Uh, I want to talk about a deal that wasn't made that has really sticking out in my mind. It's something that I was really it really worked out well. It's easy to say that it was a great move because they've worked out, but yeah. deal that wasn't made that worked out really well. We'll talk about the rotation a little bit because it's always a hot topic. Yeah, as uh, it's not quite as set in stone as the lineup, which is just. Granite, the <laughs> hardest granite the world has ever seen, just destroying worlds, breaking the hearts of the Braves who are quite literally trying to lose on purpose. I think so. Yeah, they are, they are terrible garbage. And uh, I don't know. That's about it. Well, what else? What else we talk about? He's pitching tomorrow. Yeah, home debut. Home debut. So we'll talk about all that. So much more on this edition, the 69th edition of Birds All Day. Okay, so just off the air, uh, Stoughton and I were talking about all how all the other teams uh, in the American League are trash. Uh, the Blue Jays do not have that problem. They do not have that affliction as they are uh, quite quite good. Yeah. I think it's fair to Turns say out. that they're a really good team. Uh, we've seen, we, we've spoken of the middle infield depth. Uh, right, yeah. You know, astute pickups and grabbing Cliff Pennington. Again, these are, these are moves that look astute because they've worked out. Yes. If, if Cliff Pennington was O for September, it would not look as, quite as astute. Even though all the things that made it a good move, and the fact that he's a veteran, he's played every day, and he's a guy who could step in and do that role, all those things would still be true if he wasn't a guy who's ran into a couple fastballs and had a couple big home <laughs> runs. Yeah, uh, Darwin Barney is there to serve a very limited role, but one that is that needs filling. He's yep. a, he's an upgrade on Munonori Kawasaki, who has been reduced to uh, uh, Jose Bautista's plain hype man <laughs> basically and he uh, pinched, which is probably the perfect role for not him. a bad role for me any pinch ran for edmund Encarnacion the, uh, last night there you go uh and then ryan goins he's the third is he third on the pinch running depth chart at this point he's now ahead of marcus stroman forever okay well that's that's good unfortunately that's those days are over yeah yeah i think so um i don't is he ahead of barney i don't even know what darwin barney's speed is like well he isn't a middle infielder yeah but he is not a man of color, so I don't know that you could assume he'd be good at <laughs> running. Yeah, I don't know. But uh, it's, a, it's again, it's a nice problem to have. And I was on the radio the other night, and one of the, the hosts asked me, like, what do you, you know, big long term, but like, what do you do with Ryan Cohen's next year? It's like, you keep him. He's the ultimate luxury. <laughs> yeah. He's great to have. As you see, Devin Travis was shut down. He's had a yeah. exploratory scope on his shoulder. That's always good. Nah. Yeah, fuck going in and fucking around with the shoulders. Still, shoulders still. are shoulders are you know as an open and shut case. Yeah, the shoulder. still not the best. Well, I mean, let's save this for when Batista needs it after the fucking season. Well, you know, you can have surgery in November, no big deal. Yeah, whatever. But they're still gonna run him out there in right field next year every every damn day. Well, why wouldn't as you? they should? Why? He's, he's not, put him in a wheelchair, not, rolling around out there. He's not great out there. He's but, not great out but there. He's and fucking. Jose Bautista. He's Jose Bautista. And he's going into free agency. He's going to want to play every day in the outfield. 
He's not yeah. going to want to hit free agency or looking at, looking at free agency. Yeah. As a DH or a first baseman. No. Not that, you know, not that it's a secret that he's not very good out there. But, yeah, exactly. But we're talking about Ryan Gomes. Don't change the All subject. Right, sorry. Uh, he's made some ridiculous plays at shortstop, as he always does when he plays shortstop. Yep. It's a, I, it's I, a, tweeted last, I tweeted last night or, maybe, or this morning, uh, like rewatching the game on the Braves telecast. Like, these guys watch Angleton every day. And that play that he made uh, for David Price in, uh, on uh, Wednesday night, they were still like mouths agape, like totally blown away by that ridiculous play. It was ridiculous. It was, it was really, really good. You saw David Price do that. He was tweeting about it, like, I need someone to stat cast yeah, this. Yeah. And they were stat cast, but runs their social media. It was like, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> yeah. It was 66 miles an hour. He threw it. Something like that. Like, like going the totally other way across his body. <laughs> yeah. Insane. Uh, but yeah, I, I literally, I don't, yeah, I don't know if I could hit that. Just like, like give me a running start and I'd have 66 trouble 66 is it, difficult, <laughs> difficult to do, uh, for a human being. I bet you after playing baseball for two years, I could probably throw 66 now. Uh, yeah. That's probably Jonah, Joan Beer Mom, he can throw it faster than that. Oh yeah. Yeah. But less than, by less than you'd think. That's one of those things, uh, when you go to like the fair and they've got a radar gun yeah. set up. Yeah. You think, I have 70, that should be no problem. Nope. That's uh, hard. That is yeah, a problem. Yeah. It is a very significant problem of most of the musculature inside of your shoulder just being mostly, mostly wrapping paper. <laughs> Pipe cleaners tossed yeah. in there for good measure. But anyway, having Ryan Goins is nice because, uh, I guess, how, did we do one of these since it happened? Since Troy Tulisky hurt his shoulder? I don't think we did. No, I guess not. Troy Tulisky hurt his shoulder. He, yeah, that was on the weekend. He went off to Boston, I believe, to see a specialist. That's where all the specialists... Hmm? That's where the specialists reside. There are many a medical institution there in uh, in the fine state of Massachusetts. Yeah. I don't know. They're, they're, yeah. I, well, the initial diagnosis was two to three weeks. <laughs> well, that seemed optimistic at Incredibly the time. Incredibly optimistic. When you hear crack in like shoulder blade. It does, <laughs> does seem like something... You know, I could be back two to three weeks sitting at the sitting at the desk, mm-hmm. swinging a bat, playing big league shortstop. I think is a different animal. Someone they said I think Carlos Gomez did it. He had a similar injury and he missed two months. I believe it was like a something I heard again. That's that's that's. Listen, you and I, we are not experts in the field no. of injuries. Yeah, certainly. So not. just going well, this is what he did. So this is what he'll do, uh, unless of course it's. ACL injuries among starting pitchers. Right. Then it's a good, you know, uh, comps. Don't force comps. But uh, they said initially there was a lot of inflammation. So they had to wait for that to kind of go right. down before they could really... <laughs> and the doubles was like, yeah, there's still some internal bleeding there. It's like, did you say he's going to play, like, play again in two to three weeks? Internal bleeding. Like, I mean, at least just say three weeks. Jesus. I I don't know. What the fuck do I know? Maybe maybe it'll be fine. Hopefully, Hopefully he'll be fine. Hopefully he can play again this year. Um, <laughs> you don't think championship middle infield and immediately picture Ryan Goins and Clint Pennington? Patrick. Yeah. Patrick Harrington. Yeah. Uh, but you do think, you know, Joe Panic. <laughs> right, right. Joe Panic and uh, Brandon Crawford, although Brandon Crawford's very It turns good. out he's amazing, yeah. He is amazing. Yeah. Uh, he's not. He hasn't been as good, but... You, you know, it's funny. Watching Anderson Simmons, the, I think the Braves may have kind of ruined Anderson Simmons as a hitter. He had 17 home runs two years ago. 
But they were like, you, st- you, are, you try to hit too many home runs. We need you to be a better hitter. And it's, in turn, they've just made him worse. Yeah. Like, he doesn't hit any home runs anymore, but he's not any better as a hitter. He's just trash all the way around. Yeah, you could just fire the Braves into the sun as far as I'm concerned. I would like to, Andrew Simmons to play for my team if my team did not employ Troy Tulowitzki. Sure, there. yeah. But, uh, yeah, no, in the sun is a good place for them. Yeah. No, <laughs> no black people there, Braves. <laughs> 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 it's it, it's a, this is a, this is a real the Jays got a really good break here because they get to play against these trash Braves at this yeah. stage of the season while the Yankees have to go and play the Mets. Yeah, and the Mets are good. The Mets are probably not as good as they look looked mostly because they get to play the Braves all the time. Yeah, that's true. But that's no fun for the Yankees to go in there and face any any two. You pick two of their starting pitchers as long as they get John Neese or the, other than John Neese, they're you're not having any fun. Against the Mets. Travis Darnold is really fucking good. He is really good. <laughs> he is really good. But that's okay. The Blue Jays are in first place. This is true. We can all let that, we can let that well, all slide. And Russell it, Martin's really good too. He is, yeah. He's really good. It's fun to have him. Yeah. <laughs> we probably won't ever let that one go, but whatever. Eh. Executive of the year. Executive of the year. Oh, well, let's talk about that then. We, you I mean, know, we who could have ever foreseen Troy Tulowitzki getting hurt? By Kevin Pillar... <laughs> It wasn't like a nagging, like, oh, I got a bad leg or a bad hip. It was like, I got run the fuck over by a grown man. Yeah. I, I remember, I've, I've said stuff like that for years about guys who just still end up getting injured all the time in all the different ways. Yeah. Like Josh Johnson going for his third Tommy John. Fucking. That poor bastard. Yeah. That hair, though. Oh, that hair's great. That looks like that probably is a depression hair though. It might be yeah. that's a little bit of like just, <laughs> that's the layoff beard. He had the layoff beard as well. Yeah, get the get the black light out. See what see what's in that fucking <laughs> past the Cheetos dust that's from sitting on the couch all day, Josh. I want to talk about Collecting a deal. You <laughs> eight million bucks. He makes he made as much money as Sidney Crosby. <laughs> <laughs> You said executive of the year, which Alex Anthopoulos could well win. He did, in fact, acquire David Price, and he did acquire Troy Tulitsky, and he did acquire Josh Donaldson, and he did acquire Russell Martin by money. He, what he didn't do was trade DeAndre Navarro, hmm. which would have been an easy thing to do. Yeah, that is true. Uh, which is great, because DeAndre Navarro was really valuable. I would I would say so, yeah. It's he, nice to have a backup catcher who is not... A backup catcher? Josh Tolley, yeah. This is true. Hey, look, Ann Jolinson has got a hit after I talk shit on him. <laughs> it, no, I, but, I seem to recall him getting one on Tuesday as well. Oh, yeah, that too. It is, it is, it's, it is the, the ultimate luxury to have a guy who's like a legit catcher who can come in. And the Jays are, you know... Well, I think they've sig- they've signaled their intentions for the playoffs by saying that Russell Martin's going to catch the next Ari Dickey start, mm-hmm. which is uh, a nice way of saying "see you in hell, Josh." Told <laughs> well, they, you know, to get to give Martin a break. I mean, I think that made absolute sense. To to uh, he was banged up for so long, and obviously, you could just see you could see the look on his face every time that that he had to. Uh, I want to thank you for a delicious beverage. Uh, you can see the look on his face every, you know, the body language. Mm-hmm. Every time he was catching Dickie, it was just like it did not look like he was having fun out there. Especially, you know, being banged up. He's got the like his thumb seems to have been a thing all year. Yeah, uh, and the, the hamstring thing. And so, you know, 
Sure, bring in Josh Tolley for that stretch. But yeah, it's like Martin, a little like a little break, little yeah, little month long, three week long vacation. But Russell Martin's catching Dicky in the fucking playoffs. Yeah, yeah he right? is. Yeah, he absolutely is. But then even you know you have the opportunity, and I mean, even if it's not the playoffs, if it's you know these Yankee series or a series yeah. against like the Red Sox, yeah, or somebody else, the you get Navarro, fucking Red Sox, Navarro and Estrada are such a night. They've made a good team. If you want to give Navarro any credit for doing a good job catching a guy like yeah. Estrada. But, uh, yeah, God, the Red Sox. But it's now when you can use them. In the playoffs, it's, it's going to be Martin every time. Unless, you know, you start flipping around with pinch hitters and screwing around in late game situations. Yeah. But, yeah. again, then you got a guy who can hit well for a catcher. Probably not going to be your first pinch hitter off the bench. But he's a good at, you know, between, I mean, you think, figure, you're probably looking at one of Smoke Colabello. And Navarro, those are your kind of DHs or your pinch yeah. hitter options in a late game. It's nice place. to have, yeah, it's nice to have a backup catcher who is, while these seasons not been great at the plate, like last year he was pretty good. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, Gibbons likes some, he's had some big at bats for us or whatever. And uh, so, yeah, to have like a legit bat possibility off the bench for the playoffs is, mm-hmm. you know, it's better, again, it's better than Josh Soley. It's better than look at literally every other backup catcher around the league. What's his name? John Ryan Murphy, the Yankees backup catcher. Like, there's just, it's just, it's trash. It yeah, after waistline. catchers are decent. I'm just going to yeah, go through my, okay. but the, who's the Royals backup catcher? The Royals starting catcher is one of the most overrated players <laughs> in baseball. The Royals, the Royals traded for fucking Eric Kratz last year. Oh yeah, that's right. They did. That's why they haven't dragged John Buck's bones back out there to <laughs> Missouri to get him getting some action. Fuck the Royals, by the way. Yeah, yeah, though they're trash. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. I'm, I it was so so often people, you know, we talked about it. I'm sure you and I saying like, oh well, what what could you get for Navarro anyway? And it, it almost that situation almost like it it played out the way the only way it could have played out, and it's a way that has worked out well because he wasn't people wanted to trade him for a starting pitcher. Oh, they're going to need a new starter, so trade Navarro for a starter. It's like, well, yeah. that's just not going to happen. <laughs> what, yeah, what? I don't care if he makes $5 million bucks a year. He's not going to get you a what starter. What team is going to do that? Yeah. yeah. Or you trade him for another reliever. Well, you know, you, in the end, you can see that they got relievers via other means. Yeah. You know, the, the Latroy Hawkins trade, of course, the, the salary yeah. dump. That, adding, uh, adding Mark Lowe for children or whatever. For children, yeah, yeah. Uh, so the bullpen. Much better way to do it was because it also lets you keep fucking... Yeah, Navarro, but also just you know, a team that's trading a reliever mm. needs a one-year contract backup catcher who could start, but who is not really a great starter. It's one of those things where there, these deals have a lot of complexity to them because we look back at the Adam Lynn for Marco Estrada trade, which has worked out wonderfully, very nicely. Could yeah. not have worked out better, but it was all oh, it's a salary so dump. Estrada's been so good. Yeah, salary dump. This it's not going to be that. But if that, if the four, three or four million bucks you save there, if that helps you be like, well, now we have to trade Navarro because we can't afford to pay our backup pitcher five million bucks. If the, if you can do that math, you can slide that those dollars from here to there, or again, you can keep yeah. spending that money. Or it's just one of those things that the team has come together really well and the moves have worked out. That's I think that's the other thing to remember when you were talking about yeah, executive of the year. All the moves are rational. All the moves are justifiable. But when you look at Chris Colabello, worked out as well as it could have. Yeah. Justin Smoke has worked out almost as well as you could have imagined. 
<laughs> he's he's still kind of terrible, but uh... well, he's he's. I, I I mentioned this, and and you know, on Twitter was like you got. He's been he's been better than any of us probably would have expected because Smoke's track record is pretty spotty. Yeah, and he's still barely league average as a as a hitter. So it's like exceeded expectations without actually exceeding anything. Right. But he, and he's been used perfectly. Gibby doesn't fuck around with him. So that's a nice move. Low cost. That's worked out well. He has yeah. a, he has a role and he fills it. And uh, you know, defensive first base, though weird to measure, it's not nothing. It's uh, definitely seen the difference between him and some of the other guys there. He's been he's been decent there. Mm-hmm. Uh, that helps. And yeah, no, you're right. Though everything everything has broken very well. I seem to recall maybe two years ago where. I mean, maybe we were kidding ourselves a bit. I'm sure. I know there are people who were saying it at the time, and some who would definitely say it in hindsight uh, that it it wasn't as well constructed a, a team as uh, as it looked when everybody was, you know, penciling in the Jays for the World Series at the start of the season after they made the big deals with the mm-hmm. Marlins and Dickey and everything. Uh, but it, a similar kind of thing, like I, I, you know, didn't have the well. The, I mean, the team didn't didn't perform well enough to have them augment it to the way that Anthopolis was able to augment this team at the mm-hmm. trade deadline and everything. Uh, but, you know, rational moves, uh, brought in great players, should have worked, and then just didn't. Sometimes that's... How much different does that even 2013 season look if Melky Cabrera is healthy? Yeah, right? so instead we, of having like a below-replacement level guy, you've got a guy who's, you know, a two-win guy. Would make a big difference that's, if Jose Reyes didn't... Bust his ankle ten games into it. Another, another. Thing. I seem to recall them having trouble pitching. I seem to recall Ricky Romero and Brandon Morrow being around at some Josh point. Josh Johnson. Yeah, Josh Johnson. That's was two Josh Johnsons in this one terrible. podcast. Yeah, well, he that was, was the last time he, he pitched. He was Josh Johnson and Drew Hutchison are nice in-house examples of why maybe XFIP or expected FIP is not the best measure. Because there's more, yeah. you know, that's in the today's day with exit velocity and there's a lot more things that maybe you can be like, yeah, you know, Drew Hutchison's strikeout to walk differential is pretty good and his home run his home run numbers aren't bad. So if you regress it, he looks pretty good. It's like, maybe you want to regress Drew Hutchison's home run per fly ball rate the other way because it just feels like <laughs> he, gets, he gets his goddamn tits lit every time he goes yeah, out there. a little bit. And it's just rocket after rocket and he looks like shit. Uh, but that doesn't matter because he's in the bullpen now. You know what? You know what we're going to do? We're going to take a break. And we're going right. to come back after this ramble fest. We're going to ramble about the pitching. On the Oh, unfortunately, uh, we were going to have a guest this week, but, but Paul F. Tompkins couldn't make it. Mm. Uh, I should have mentioned that at the beginning, not in the middle of the show. But we'll talk about Paul F. Tompkins and some other things uh, after this on Birds All Day.
right, so yeah, now we're going to talk here on Birds All Day about uh, pitching. Uh, as we mentioned briefly before, Drew Hutchison is ready to assume his role as uh, Tim Linscombe for the Toronto Blue Jays. 2012 Tim Linscombe. He's going to be the uh, the sort of quasi-long man yeah. in the playoffs. He's out of the rotation uh, because he's trash. Yeah. Is he, though, even going to be that? Is he going to I be don't know. Long? That's the like, question. Yeah. I mean, and I've been saying for much too long, especially because now I'm starting to question it, that, you know... Mark Burley's such a guy and such a big thing for these the team. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, John Gibbons is loyal and loves the veterans and stuff. Not that Marco Estrada isn't a veteran. But my my mind has always kind of been like, maybe that's Estrada's role. And Burley's the fourth guy. And, oh my God, Estrada's so much better than Burley right now. To me, that's a huge, huge mistake. And you do the right thing. And you do right by Mark Burley to the extent that you can. And if that means keeping him on the roster... That's fine, and just let him do. You do two thousand. Let him be Tim Lincecum. Then let let Mark Burley be Tim Lincecum, but twenty fourteen Tim Lincecum, which means he fucking sits there and doesn't get in a single. He gets in one game, or like Shelby Miller in twenty thirteen. Remember that was the big joke. Yeah, yeah. Where is Shelby? Yeah. That's Burley. You don't. You, you keep him on the roster. He doesn't have a job. He has no utility out of the bullpen. No. And look. The, like it, you, you want to do right by point, him, right? We're you're you're at, at that point. point. He's just—he's not going to suddenly get healthy. But magic—he already tried the magic approach. He took his his uh, what's it called the the cortisone yeah. in his shoulder. He's not going to magically rediscover an extra two or three miles an hour. It's it's really unfortunate because he's been such a great player for so long. He's uh, defied the odds in every conceivable way. But if if push comes to shove, like this is the fucking playoffs. Yeah. And I'm sorry, but there's no room for feelings. So that means you sit him down at the beginning and you say, Mark, we're not gonna do we're not gonna do you dirty and leave you off the roster. But do not expect to get a start. Do not expect literally anything unless shit goes bananas. Yeah. Uh maybe you'll get a mop up appearance here or there, but that is gonna be it. And, and, and you know, fans have a quaint kind of way of thinking about that kind of stuff sometimes, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh I don't know. Burley's Burley's been in the playoffs before. Burley's seen the playoff roster assembled, and mm-hmm. he's it's not his first rodeo. He's been around, and and you know I don't know. Obviously, everybody's different in how they respond to stuff like that's different. But you would hope that he understands that kind of been dog shit for a little bit, and and not not through any necessarily any fault of his own. He's just is not healthy. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's getting older. He's got a lot of innings on that arm. He's only 36, but he's the active leader in innings pitched uh, because he's never hurt. And he like, barely played in the minors and just went straight to the big leagues and has just pitched forever and ever. And, and just, you know, that's, that's why he's been a tremendous big leaguer, had a great career. But, yeah, it's, uh, it's the playoffs. You want him for 162 games. I don't know if you want him for... For five. It's a five-game yeah. series. There's no room for for a victory lap and a thanks for your yeah. career. Yeah. It's, it, it, even, but it's easy for us to say. It's, it's harder for us for, to, It's harder for the Jays to say, I it, hope. It's, I, I think it might be harder for Gibby to say. Yeah. If you're Alex Anthopoulos and you run the Toronto Blue Jays, yeah. you have to make that decision. Yeah. It's not even that he's a white sock. And he's, if, if he played in Chicago his whole career, and, 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 and this is where he ends up... and. Or, if, for example, like, hypothetically speaking, if he's Roy Halladay 
whose shoulder right. blows up and he right. scrapes his way through the last three seasons and it's been 20 years since the Jays made the playoffs and Halley's been here the whole time. That's a harder conversation than it is for Mark Burley. It's like, Mark Burley, you've been a great big leaguer, but you're, you're if given the opportunity, yeah. your, your number is going to hang in Chicago. If you were going to go in the Hall of Fame, which you're not, it's going to be a White Sox hat. You can't, you cannot gamble with a with a game in a short series. You can't. And Marco Estrada is the safest or the safer bet between the two if it's yeah. coming down to two, which it is clearly. If it, which it is, which is us, you and I again for <laughs> for the seventh consecutive month. Yeah, taking uh, Marco Stroman's place in the rotation as a given. Yeah, which well, I think is it, fair it totally, to say. It, it, it totally, totally is. is at this point. Yeah, just for uh, arguments, yeah, it'd sake. have to go pretty awfully bad. Uh, Tim Lincecum pitched one and two-thirds innings in the playoffs last year. He, pitched, he got into one World Series game. That's it. Whole play- playoff run pitched once. I mean, it's yeah, it's not bad to have, you know, I, another look for somebody. And A if, taxi you know, squad, if given, if, if Stroman gets hurt. If, yeah, absolutely. If, uh, if Estrada... If someone blows up in the first inning or, you, don't, you know, you can have somebody come in and... and and of all the guys who are going to be able to get healthy or get loose quick, you're going to assume... Uh, assume that uh, Mark Burley, of all people in the whole world, can get loose and get get hot in a hurry. Yeah, but no, it's it's like the Strowman thing when we were talking a couple weeks ago about whether you know people. Are, I think Greg Zahn was like, he's got to be a reliever, and it's like Greg Zahn, come on, big guy, you're out of your mind. And uh, <laughs> it's like, could you imagine? I was uh, this was the thing that I that I kept coming back to is like, you imagine the Jays getting bounced from the playoffs and not getting everything they could have out of a guy like Strowman, like. That would be a fucking travesty if they had allowed that to happen, and because they were, you know, too cautious or too cautious of people's feelings to have Stroman supplant somebody who's been in the rotation all year, and it works the other way with Burley too. It's like, can you imagine, you know, the Jays going out of the playoffs because of Mark Burley's feelings because they didn't feel like they, they, they could say no to him and have a fucking dog of a start, and and that's, I mean. It means every fucking game means so much in a fucking short series. Like, I'm trying to I'm trying to foresee scenarios in which, okay, Mark, you can start. If you are in the ALC, excuse me, say you're in the ALCS and you're up three nothing. Okay, let's let Burley start game four to get David Price an extra day of rest. Sure, because yeah. they're traveling to yeah. Texas or something like that, or except that's—I mean—that's when you let Marco Estrada start Game Four. Maybe Marco Estrada start anyway. Maybe maybe he starts Game Game Three. The, the, the whole or, the order of the starters is only really important at the beginning, as it as the series go on, you start to lose that ability to control mm-hmm. who starts when, as evidenced by uh, Barry Zito Game One of the World Series starter. <laughs> yeah, in that's 2012. true. Yeah. But uh, I just think that the, it, to me it's it's a no brainer. It's not. It's not a no harder, but it's a no brainer. It's absolutely you can't. It's got to be Estrada. And the the thing people keep keep talking about uh, about Estrada's innings. Come on, come on. Yeah. Enough of this. I'm okay with saying enough of that. Yeah. He's not a child. No. Like, don't get hung up on his innings number. Yeah. Uh, in terms of like, this is the ultimate arbiter of his health or <laughs> ability to go on number one he's a professional athlete and if you're like marco we're gonna shut you down you know you're 30 years old he's a baseball player but yeah. well you know what i mean <laughs> but yeah it, 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 the, i think that there's too much credence or too much concern given to his 
innings limit when he's how many years old? When there should be literally none. none he's concerned. 32 years old. Yeah, no, that should, this shouldn't right? be a topic at all. He, he's been a professional for 10 years. He's been in the big league since 2008 when he broke in with the Nationals. Of course, I knew that. Uh, don't give me any of that bullshit. I don't care. Don't talk, don't no. talk to me about his Verducci number. Don't be talking about adding 40. He's not a kid. Yeah, that... He didn't get ridden hard in college or anywhere like that. Don't care. I mean, that's what you... Not that I don't care. It's just not, it's a non-factor. Yeah. I mean, that, that's the stuff you do for kids, for guys who are like centerpieces of your franchise going forward. You, you Not Marco Estrada. You run him into the fucking ground. And... It, he's if, not going to say no. He's not... If he's healthy, he's not going to say no. If the inning... I mean, if the innings come into it at all, it'll be through his performance. And that's the only reason it should matter at all. If you're like, hey, he's starting to... Like, you're starting to see signs of wear. And yeah. Then, then... But then that's an issue... That has nothing to do with, you know, the, the fact that you look at his innings number maybe will tell you, mm-hmm. okay, maybe that's a reason for the wear that you maybe will eventually see, but that, that's not the reason to stop him. It's just the number of innings he's pitched. It's because you're seeing other signs. If you want because to, who gives a fuck how many innings he's pitched? The real number are the real numbers are the numbers that are telling, not his innings pitched, his velocity, yeah. his, the, his release point, his spin rate, his stuff. Those are the things that are going to tell you, not the... The innings, the innings pitch number that doesn't mean anything, and I, I, any of these guys, these guys, Estrada makes he's just, just under four million bucks. World Series share is a significant bump for a lot <laughs> for true. a lot of these guys. When you start to get up to like you know the ten and twenty million bucks, it's not quite the same. Not that anyone's going to be sneezing at what like four hundred thousand dollars or two hundred thousand dollars, whatever it is. But uh, but for a guy like you know for a guy like Estrada, that's a nice chunk of change for anybody. Yeah. It is, but well, yeah. But I mean, David Price is not giving. It's not his main motivational factor. P.K. Subban can just buy a, buy a hospital. Just buy a build a build, yeah. a build an orphanage. What a human being. The greatest of yeah. all the human beings. Uh, so, yeah, that's it. And Drew Hutchinson, if he has a role in the, in the in, on the postseason roster, I mean, people are saying that he's not. Like, I don't know. I mean, he could do the same thing we're talking about Burley doing and or, or, or be... You know the guy who is the if Dick if Dickie's just getting hit all over the yard one time. All right, bring. I'd him, be more willing Hutchison to soak up another four or five innings. Or let Hutchison like go in and turn the lineup over once, just like let even, him go in yeah, face nine, ten even guys. Even just that, yeah. Uh, I would. I. I. My hope uh, is that John Gibbons lets him come in and and pitch in relief a couple times just to see how he responds. Even if it's like, how long does it take to get his arm loose? Yeah, that's yeah. something that actually I've been people have been talking about with Drew Storen. The Nationals' erstwhile closer, that he is a guy <laughs> yeah. that takes a really long time to get warmed up, and when you see him coming in the middle of innings and stuff, he, he's just not really able to do it because it takes him so long to get loose. Right. If that's Drew Hutchinson, I'd like to know. I'd like yeah. to know as soon as I can know. Yeah. And I don't want to be like, oh, here we are, it's game three against whoever in the D- ALDS. Oh, why Hutchinson's just still down there throwing? He's not ready to come in. That's a problem. So I'd like to see him get in there. Yep. For fun. I don't, well, uh, who knows how fun it'll be, but yeah. <laughs> for, for that knowledge, I think it's a good idea. Well, no, luckily, mm-hmm. he plays for the Blue Jays, so there's ample blowout opportunities to come true. and pitch garbage time. True. There's lots of garbage time. Uh, we're getting into the garbage time of this uh, 69th edition of Birds All Day podcast. Uh, you got any parting shots or anything? Anything else to say? No, not really. I got two things I need to talk about real quick. All right. I do like the 4 p.m. games. We didn't talk about Montreal also. Which oh, yeah. They're going to play Montreal against the Red Sox, which will be fucking awesome. 
It will be nuts. It'll be awesome. All those fucking Boston people. Oh, Murph and Sully and the whole crew. <laughs> They're they're gonna pile up into their old Chevelle and drive north. It's cl- it's closer, closer than New York. Yeah, is it really? Montreal's well, closer to Boston than New York. I believe so. <laughs> I could be wrong, but I don't. I, don't know. Know. I, I googled I googled mapped Toronto and Boston like just basically from stadium to stadium. Um, and yeah, it's about a twenty minute twenty minutes closer by vehicle. That'll be fun, and uh, that's uh, Jonah Carey said he's gonna have everyone to his house. He doesn't live there anymore. So just <laughs> at, right. at Jonah on Twitter, at Jonah Carey, and be like, Jonah, we're coming to your place for uh, for the Jays Expos. Or Jays Red Sox. He'll be into it. Tell him I sent you. Uh, 4 o'clock game this weekend? 4 Love o'clock? It. Love it. Oh, yeah. That will be a messy, <laughs> messy affair, I think. Yeah. Against those I same Red so. Sox. Except that's also, I mean, that's also the day of Riot Fest, I believe. That it is. Be I will be there. Yeah. So will you. Yeah. So we won't be at the Jays game on Saturday, 4 o'clock start. Yeah. That's unfortunate. No, Riot Fest yeah. will be fun. Riot Fest will be awesome, yeah. It's going to rain, though. Yeah, beer, though. This is good. Never know. <laughs> Never know. Uh, I need to talk about two things real quick. Please do. We had a... There was an email that went around from HR at the office this week <laughs> that was like, we're having a Blue Jays, Blue Jays Spirit Day thing. So people got to wear... Or not got to. People wear whatever the fuck they want. But it was like, <laughs> wear Blue Jays stuff to work and you'll be recognized. And then we're going to do Blue Jays trivia at noon. So I was like, I'm going to go up. I'm going to be the ringer. I'm going to do Blue Jays trivia. Sure. Nice. And there was a quiz. It was a 10-question quiz. There was a bunch. Of, no, there weren't that many people that did it. And uh, I don't think anybody knew my story. <laughs> right. But so there were, ten, there were 10 questions. I got you're nine. From, you're from GhostRunnerOnThird.com. GhostRunnerOnThird.com. <laughs> I, uh, I got the question wrong. One of the questions. I got 9 out of 10. The one question was about uh, a catcher. This catcher uh, ended his fifteenth his fifteen year career. Made his, his final season was the first season with the Blue Jays. The first Blue Jays first season. He was there to bring them leadership and experience. Ooh. I was like, who the hell was the catcher in the nineteen seventy seven team? I have no clue. So I got that one wrong. And then we went to yeah, I have no idea. We went to uh, sudden death, like a like a bonus round. The question was, what's David Price's salary for twenty fifteen? Now, let me tell you. Mm-hmm. Price is right rules. Close as though going over. <laughs> that shit, that is bullshit. Might have seen a tweet about that, yeah. I wasn't sure. <laughs> I wasn't sure exactly uh-huh. to the dollar figure. What, uh-huh. David, what do you think? What's David Price's salary? Do you know offhand? I don't know offhand, no. 2015? I, I guess know. it is in the, I would say it is, it is somewhere between 18 and 22. I guess $20.1 million. Okay. The number officially. Let me double just double check it so I'm not. I don't. Make I, I went shirt. for a wide range there. You I, did. You, yeah. Which is good. See, that's the smart thing to do. Did when, you know going in it was Price's Right rules? I did. I did. I can't. I can't really complain other than that I should complain. Right. That that it's not. It's bullshit. <laughs> Price's Right rules are bullshit. So I guess twenty point one million dollars. David Price makes nineteen point seven five oh, million dollars. Oh, wow. So I went over. By like three hundred thousand dollars. Yeah. One other guy, I don't know how he got the other nine questions right because he gets sixty-five million dollars. I think there was some confusion. <laughs> there might have been some confusion. There. And the other guy, he changed his answer halfway through, and he gets fifteen. Mm. So the guy who gets fifteen million dollars for David Price's salary, he won. I lost. Not, Which not a good job being a ringer. No, but it's also probably for the best. 
If I if I won, I would have felt even worse than I do. I would have felt differently worse uh, than I did for losing. Right. Uh, so congrats to the other guy. How did How did Dustin Parks do? It wasn't Giants. No, he wasn't there. So, yeah. There was like nobody there. It was, it was there was a very eager team from the from R they they do RSS and I don't know. There was a bunch of people that were there. They had like a group. They did a bunch. They did the answers like eight of them filled out one sheet. Okay, yeah. and they got like seven out of yeah. ten. So I lost, uh, but it's okay. Um, speaking of not feeling good, important update for a lot of people who listen to this show. Uh, today is the we're recording this on Thursday seventeenth. Yep. yep. You live on a one-way street. I do. So on the 15th of the month, they switch the sides. That's on, right. Onto which you must park. So it's on the left-hand side now. Yeah. Driver's side. Side to parallel park. Driver's side. I'll be honest. I fucking botched it. Oh, I did shit. a terrible, terrible job. May have given the car behind me a little bit of a smooch. <laughs> uh, the yeah, pa- the driver's side parallel park. Not, the, not a common one. I was... I will be honest saying that I was exceedingly cocky as I was getting ready to do it. And then I, as I started to do it, I realized I hadn't cut the wheel enough. And also, the spot was way too small. It was big enough to fit the car, but not without a forklift. Right, yeah. Okay, yeah. But I'm here. The car is there. So technically, Bob's your do uncle. Do you need a forklift to get out of there? I'm going to give it the ever-popular Austin Powers, like, thousand-point turn. Like, <laughs> To get it out, but yeah, I think so. It's a good idea. It's fine, but not so. Today has been a humbling day. Is another right, way, is another way of uh, of putting my closet <laughs> partnership. Humbling, yeah. humbling day. Well, we all need those from time to time. When you hang your hat on one thing, parallel parking, and you can't do it, maybe it's time to re-examine priorities in life. It's probably true. So that's it for this edition of Birds All Day. Uh, enjoy this weekend series against the Red Sox. Try not. The Red Sox are going to ruin everything, so low expectations going in. <laughs> That's the spirit. The Yankees are going to get their asses kicked, though, so it's okay. <clears throat> yeah, Darnold and Syndergaard are pretty good. Enough. <laughs> well, I wouldn't be surprised if the Red Sox won a game or two. They're good. They're pretty good. They are annoying. Joe Kelly's out, though. That's Joe- the worst thing. He's good. He's fucking trash. He's, he let... Yeah, he pitched really well last time out against the uh, the Jarves. Yeah, well. He pitched well. It happens sometimes. Even in a broken clock, et cetera, et cetera. <laughs> even, a bro- even a bomb. <laughs> even a broken bomb is a clock twice a day. Mike yeah. Trout hit another home run. He's got two today. Uh, one of them was a grand slam. I think he's good. He's- oh, watch out, Josh Donaldson. Your MVP trophy <laughs> slipping away. For Andrew Stoughton. Too bad Trout's teammates are such garbage. Hot garbage. Yeah. Fire, (laughs) burning tires, and baby diapers. For Andrew Stoughton, my name is Drew Fairservice. We'll talk to you next time on Birds All Day.